From Jerusalem, this is Baruch Gartner with the Living Aligned Podcast. Teachings from the Hasidic Masters, providing the tools you need to live with greater vitality, connection, and joy. The Maharal in Netzach Yisrael discusses the final redemption. Interestingly enough, he begins talking about the exact opposite. He brings the Gemara in Pesachim that says a person begins speaking about the negative before he begins to praise something. Why is that? In order for a person to actually savor the sweetness of the redemption, a person first has to understand the opposite. The Gemara is in Chagiga, Dafhe, Amad Beis. I'm paraphrasing the Gemara. My soul weeps in secret places. Hashem has a secret place called Mistorim, where he weeps over the pride of the Jewish people that was stripped from them and given to the nations of the world. But the Gemara asks, how can we say that Hashem cries? Doesn't it say, that strength and rejoicing is his place? So the Gemara says, it's not a contradiction whatsoever. Inside, secretly God weeps, but on the outside he appears to be rejoicing. The Gemara says, but wait, externally Hashem doesn't cry? Doesn't it say in Yeshaya, when that day Hashem proclaims crying and lamentations, answers the Gemara, the destruction of the base of Migdash is different. The time of the destruction of the base of Migdash, even the angels cried. The whole world was crying. That's the Gemara. Now the Maharal explains. It's a wonder what does it mean that Hashem cries? How is it pertinent crying by Hashem? The foundation idea is Hashem appears to the world according to the situation and according to the receivers. At the time of the crossing of the Red Sea, Hashem appeared to them like a mighty warrior. And at the giving of the Torah, He appeared to them like an older man, full with mercy, teaching them Torah. So too, in every situation, Hashem appears according to what's fit to the people receiving. If so, what is the differentiation between inwardly, in the inner chambers, secretly, as compared to externally? Brings the Maharal, the Gemara and Brochus, that says, just as the Kodesh Baruch sits in the inner chambers, so too the soul sits in the inner chambers. The soul perceives the crying of Hashem because the soul is sitting in the inner chambers. Certainly to the soul there's a lack when the base of Migdash was destroyed. For when the base of Migdash was established, the soul had atonement through the sacrifices. There was prophecy and Torah and all the things that are pertinent to the soul. And certainly at that time, the soul was very, very much lacking. But in relation to the physicality, the body, externally, this lack was not revealed. But the Maharal goes back to the Gemara and says, wait a second, on the day of the destruction of the Besamikdash, even externally there was crying. So the Maharal explains that specifically on that day, even externally they experienced crying. That every part of creation felt this. But this was specifically for that day. The day that it was taken from them, their blessing through the base of Migdash. And therefore, this cry is established for this day specifically. 
But after Tisha B'Av, the Maharal cryptically says, the world just goes back to the way it was. The body doesn't feel the lack. It's only the soul. And the Maharal ends mysteriously with the final words, there's something very deep here. Let's try and understand the depth of what the Maharal is hinting to here. The soul, the inner chamber of who you are is the real you. It's a portion of God Mamash, and it feels the lack. The body is trying to cover it over. By nature, we don't want to feel the pain. We try to cover it over with food, with drugs. Blame it on somebody else. Blame it on a situation. Just keep busy. But the truth is, there's an inner lack. Our soul is missing the base of Migdash. We're in exile. But there's a great secret here. The more we avoid the pain, the more it gnaws at us subconsciously. And the more we try and cover it over and fill our lack with externals, the deeper the hole gets. The trick is to recognize that feeling the pain is transmuting the pain. And therefore, the truly wise understand, on even on a daily basis, the first thing that's brought down in Jewish codes is that those that fear heaven feel the pain of the loss of the Beis Amikdash. It's not because they're into pain. It's because they want to feel the joy of the redemption. They don't want to be oblivious to this great loss. Feeling this loss is the ultimate way to connect with the Creator. That is the real reality, unfortunately. And through feeling this pain, a person merits to see the joy of the final redemption, God willing, speedily in our days. Don't try to avoid it. Feel it and transmute it. Always stay connected and subscribe now to the Living Align Podcast.